0: Got a couple announcements to make. Uh, if you guys remember, youth camp is coming up quick. Two and a half weeks. Man, time is flying by. That's, it's already almost August. Wow, I'm like, I, I didn't even notice July fly by. It's like just a little bit ago we had kids camp. And um, yeah, that's crazy. All right, so two and a half weeks. If you haven't signed up yet, please sign up. Uh, We'll be able to sign up in the back tonight. Um, Let me know if you guys have any questions or concerns or if there's any financial issues. Please come up to me. Um, And you know what? We believe God is going to do something. You know, every year we receive something new, something fresh, something powerful. And uh, we can't miss those moments, right? When God is moving, when God is doing something. Uh, So I want to encourage you guys to sign up as soon as possible. The deadline is the 4th, right? August 4th, which is not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Uh, Also, next week, Friday, we are going to have an extra prayer. We're going to have a night prayer. All right, so we're going to, you know, pray maybe about from 10 to 12, somewhere around there. So we're going to have a night prayer. So get ready for that. We're just going to pray and wait on God and ask that God would do something at this youth camp. Amen. Because we need the Holy Spirit and many times, like Andre said, that you know, the Holy Spirit, we, are, um, we need to wait on God. And, and many times that means that we spend time in prayer waiting on God to move. So that's next week. What's that? That's right. And we have a prayer marathon this, this week. Or the week, this, you know, this next week that's coming up, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have a prayer marathon uh, from, you know, well, you know, like a regular prayer marathon, 7 to 9, uh, every, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So that's this upcoming week. So that's awesome. Lots of prayer. Amen. Um, and I want to continue something that we started last week. We started a series on, on relationships, on dating, on marriage. Uh, so if you didn't, if you weren't here last week, I encourage you guys to go and we actually have a, a recording our sermons. I don't know if you guys know that we have a I 68 youth podcast. Uh, so if you guys want to listen to something, it's going to be on the podcast. I think Noah's recording them. So this one's being recorded, right? Right, Noah? Where's Noah? It's being recorded. Yeah, the thumbs up. Okay. All right, so this one's going to be recorded too. So if you didn't hear last week, it's kind of the, it was the foundational. So you got to hear last week's uh, you know, if you, you can listen to today, but you also got to hear last week's. <laughs> uh, just because it was the first one, it kind of makes more sense. But last week we talked about kind of just the foundation of it. Today we're going to talk about qualities for marriage. We're talking about qualities and what it takes for uh, the qualities that you need to have in order for uh, or qualities that you should have when you're getting married. So before we start, let's pray and ask that the Holy Spirit would speak to us. God, we just come here before you, Lord. We are, we are empty. We have nothing without you, Lord. And we refuse to live by our own ideas, our own wisdom. Holy Spirit, we need you. We need your guidance. We need your wisdom. Holy Spirit, speak to us tonight. Open up our hearts. Open up our minds, our ears to hear and to receive your word. Jesus, we need you. We need you tonight, Lord. We, we, we want to hear your voice. We don't want to hear the voice of any person, Lord, and I pray that you would speak through me and use me, but God, I pray that you would speak, Lord, that you would be the one that would Open up everybody's hearts to hear and to receive your word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so I'm going to talk about uh, just kind of the qualities and the best thing that we can have, the best thing that we can do while we are not married, while we are waiting. Uh, Many, most of us in here are not married. Uh, The best thing that we can do is to prepare ourselves, right? The best thing that we can do is to get ourselves, to get our hearts ready for God. And, you know, some people, they live their life only to get married. You know, that's the only purpose in their life is, you know, they get married. And then after that is kids. And then after that, they don't know. Their life doesn't really have a purpose because everything's been checked off. But... The, the, the thing that we need to seek first is the kingdom of God, right? In Matthew 6.33, you guys don't have to turn there, but Matthew 6.33, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you, right? We, we're seeking the kingdom of God. That's the greatest thing that you can seek is not to get married, not to, you know, that's some people, that's all they, they think about is, is I'm gonna get married and then life is gonna be great. You know, if you were depressed before you got married, you're going to be depressed after you get married, right? If you're full of joy before you get married, you're going to be full of joy after you get married. Married, marriage doesn't change the 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 person who you are, right? If you if you love God, you're going to love God after you get married. If you if you're you know if you're full of uh, bitterness and and all these things, it's marriage is not going to change that. It only enhances. It only makes things stronger, right? If you're following God, marriage, if, if, God, if that's God's call in your life to get married, it's going to make it even stronger. Uh, but that's not our purpose, right, in life. Our purpose is to seek the kingdom of God and to do everything for God's glory. Amen? That's, that should be our purpose. Uh, but you know what? I want to say this uh, before we continue. I, w- I want to kind of lay the groundwork. Uh, we're going to get what we deserve right what we put into our life what we put into our ourselves what we do and and we're going to get in return right uh, the bible shows us the this principle of uh we reap what we uh we sow what we reap sorry we reap what we sow right whatever we sow that's what we reap so whatever we put in that's what that's what we get uh and the person that god's going to give you is going to be equal to, the, to what you put into the kingdom of God. Uh, and, you know, it's not like you're just going to be in love with God and God's going to give you somebody that doesn't care anything about God. That's not how it works, right? When, when um, I, I have this, this note in here that says, this has nothing to do with what you were born with, but what you have become by the grace of God. So it has nothing to do with what family you came from, how you were, you know, what, what kind of parents you had. This has everything to do with, what you've, what, with who you become by the grace of God. And, you know, me and my wife, we come from different, different, different backgrounds. I was born in a Christian family. Uh, she was not. But God brought us together because we were both seeking the things of God. And it, it really depends on who you become. It depends on who you are as a person. That's what you get back. God's going to give you the person that you, uh, you know, whoever, however you put into the kingdom, whatever you put into the kingdom, that's who God is going to give you. Uh, you know, it, it, it works both ways. If you're not seeking the kingdom of God, don't expect God to give you someone that, that, that is going to be in love with God. You know, if you're, if, you're, if you're, let's just say this, if you're a slob, God's not going to give you somebody that's that's a hard worker, right? It, it doesn't work like that. God's going to bless you with somebody that you know who equal to the amount of work that you put in, right? Because God loves the other person just as much as He loves you. And if 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 you're if you're struggling, God's not going to sentence their life to you and have you struggle with them, right, for the rest of your life. Uh, so because the Bible shows us not to be unequally yoked, right? Don't be unequally yoked. That means don't be, God's, God doesn't give us people that are not equal to, to, the, to the standard, to the measure that we are. Uh, it, you know, there's, if you're in love with Christ, you better find somebody that's going to be also in love with Christ. Amen. If you love Jesus and you, and you, you know, you, you can't get married to somebody that doesn't love Jesus, right? It's like, hey, let's go pray. No, I'm busy watching this show. Or, you know, let's go read the word. No, I'm reading, I don't know, Reader's Digest or something. You know, I'm busy. I don't want to do this. You know, let's go to church. Nah, I don't feel like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay on my couch and, you know, do nothing. It, you know, we, we need to be with the person that is, that is equal to us, that has the same spirit, the same heart. That's what we need to look for. Uh, but you know what, in, in a, 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 another side note is marriage is not about looks, Right? It's not about looks. It's not about how that person looks, what they, you know, what kind of vibe they give off, what kind of game they have it has nothing to do with that. Marriage is not about looks. It's about character. It's about the character, who a person is, right? You're not getting married to a person's looks. You're not getting married to how they look. You're getting married to who they are as a person because looks fade away, right? Right? Looks, they are here for today, they're gone tomorrow, Um, it it doesn't last forever, right? You know, we get older in 30 years, looks are not going to matter. They're not going to, doesn't mean anything. Uh, But you're getting married to who the person actually is, to their character, to the qualities that they have. So those are the things that we need to be focused on, right? Those are the things that that we need to strive for. So we're going to start with the girls tonight, you know, because... Ladies first, right? Uh, So we're going to go to Proverbs 31. So open up your Bible to Proverbs 31. We're going to start with the ladies. So uh, some of the things I'm going to say might be a little bit difficult to hear, but you know what? Some of the things we need to hear. So we just need to say amen. So girls, I'm going to need you to respond, all right? I need to know how I'm doing, okay? I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, you know, Please say amen. Girls, I I need you to respond here. All right, so Proverbs 31, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous wife? For her her worth is far above rubies. So virtue is is the greatest thing that a woman can have. Virtue. Virtue is behavior showing high moral standards. Your virtue, who you are as a person how you dress, how you behave yourself, how, what, you know, what kind of uh, vibe you give off. It's virtue. Are you virtuous? Are you a woman of virtue? And this is the thing that is most important for a woman if she is full of virtue, how she dresses, right? Dressing modestly. <laughs> I, have a, I have a note that some girls know this. Modesty is hottesty, Right? Some people know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Modesty. That's such a lost thing in today's culture. Today's culture is, you know, you dress provocatively. You got to be seductive. You got to, you know, win the guy over. And I mentioned this last week. You got, you know, girls, they're they're taught to win the guy over with, with your body, with the clothes that you wear, how tight you wear it, how short you wear it, you know, wearing almost nothing. That's today's culture this is very much um, um, advertised and this is the golden standard right and you know what in the in the kingdom of God it's done differently and girls and I mentioned this last week but if you want if you think you can win a guy with, with being seductive with attracting him with your body that is a very dangerous game to play and any man of God will not even look near you because that that is not the way that the kingdom of god operates that's not how god set things up and the bible says to be beautiful inwardly it's an inward beauty that 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 needs to be attractive and girls this is where you have to you have to make a decision to live in a modest way to live virtuous it's not popular i'm not saying you got to dress bad you know i'm not saying you got to wear a potato sack you know but what i'm saying is you have there there's there's a level of of, you know, showing yourself, exposing yourself, selling yourself. And that is something that no uh, girl that, sh- you know, no girl should ever do that. And that, that, is, not, that is not the way that we see, uh, that's not what we see in the word of God. Uh, I'm just going to go through these things. Um, also, you know, girls, your identity has to be in Christ you know that means when you're virtuous that means your identity is not in in a guy your identity is not i'm going to get married one day to a guy or i'm going to i'm going to try to date somebody i'm going to try to have a relationship with somebody that's not your identity mm-hmm. girl's identity your ne- girls your identity needs to be in Christ only Christ can fulfill and if if you are looking for identity in in a guy you've completely lost it. You've completely lost track of what, of what is reality. Your identity needs to be in Christ alone. And then, and then God will send somebody that will help you, right, that will, that will be, you know, for you. But it, your identity needs to be in Christ, not in other guys. Only Christ can fulfill. Uh, next two verses, Proverbs 31, 11, and 12. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. So that he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. And this is a woman that doesn't live in drama. This is a woman that is living in a way where her husband trusts her. He doesn't, you know, it says she does him good, not evil, all all the days of her life. That means that that the girl doesn't, uh, she doesn't quarrel, she doesn't nag. She doesn't do evil. Right? I heard, I hear of uh, preachers that leave their wives at home because they have no idea what their wife is gonna do. They have no idea what she's gonna say, and they're scared to take to, to take her anywhere. And this is not <laughs> this is not godly. And you know what? Girls have this ability to have drama in their life, right? All the guys say, like, yeah, amen potentially yes yes they have a they have a knack for drama right girls and there's th- something that comes natural why do girls always want to watch soap operas because there's drama there right there's there's oh he said this and she did that and oh can you believe it and they want to talk about people and they they want to you know it, that that comes so natural to girls you know some girls drama just follows them everywhere they go right they just you know, and if they don't have any drama, they'll get involved in some other person's drama. And then, and then, and then they'll start drama just because they're bored, you know, they don't have enough drama. And, and that's, that's not a, a, a godly character. That's not a godly quality to have. Uh, the Bible says, better to live on a corner of a roof than to share the house with a quarrelsome wife. Better to live alone, <laughs> better to live by yourself than to live with a wife that's nagging and quarrelsome. So girls, you know, the drama, somebody said, okay, we were at camp and somebody said, don't be a drama llama, right? <laughs> this is, a, it's, not, it's not a godly quality, right? Don't, don't allow drama to be in your life. Okay, we're going to move on. We're going to go through these quick. Proverbs 31, 13 through 21. And we're going to read... All the way from 13 to 21 and get some points from there. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her prophets, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good, and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and holds and her hands hold the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. I'm going to grab some points from there. Uh, one of the things a girl needs to do is take care of the family. You must be able to take care of the household. That means if something's ripped, or, you know, some clothes ripped, you got to be able to sew it back up. You know, if something doesn't work, you know, some, something in the kitchen, something some happens in the kitchen, you got to know what to do. Uh, you're taking care of your household, taking care of kids. Uh, these are very important things. These are very important things. You know, sometimes we don't, we don't think about these things, but these, a lot of these things are going to be very practical today that I'm going to talk about. But it's very important to take care of your household, your kids, your, you know, your husband. It's, it's a very important thing. Uh, this is, um, you know, today nobody really cares about this. Nobody pays attention to this. But this is something that girls need to know how to do. You got to be able to cook. Amen. You got to be able to cook. This is, this is a, a very good, you know, thing. Okay, so, you know, that means, that doesn't mean McDonald's, right? That doesn't mean Papa John's pizza, right? Or Costco pizza. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about good, solid meal, right? Talking about uh, home, home cooking. Talking about borscht, right? Plov. <laughs> What else? What else do we have? Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes with some with some chicken. Mm. The, the the elders that the, the elders have spoken. Amen. Uh, there we go. We got some good some good home cooking, right? Some tacos, some teriyaki, right? So, girls got to know how to you know how to how to work with this stuff. Uh, Understands how to live on a budget, all right? That means, you know, not spoiled, not, um, not just going out and, you know, if something's ripped, oh, I got to get a new shirt or I got to do, you know, living on a budget. That means you know, how to, you know how to maybe live with not all the new style clothes, right? This is, uh, you know, not, um, I don't know, what else, you know, living on a budget. What does that mean for a girl? I'm just I'm just throwing things out there. Uh, Economical. Economical, yeah. Understands the big picture of the family, of the budget. Knows how to spend money wisely, right? We when we read the about the Proverbs 31 woman, she is she's very wise. She 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 gets the right things. She's always working. That's talking about a hard worker, right? Uh, this is a good one right here. Must be in good shape physically. Mm. This is a good one. This is a, this, is, this is a blessing right here. What does that mean? That means that in, in, in the New Living Translation, it said that she's energetic, hardworking, and strong. This is, a good, uh, this is something that everybody needs to be, right? But girls, there's something about being in good shape. I'm not talking about like some kind of image, like you, you look like some kind of supermodel. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about an image. We're talking about... You being fit uh, to the best of your abilities, right? Maybe not everybody is born with the same genetics. People are, you know, born in different situations. But to the best of your abilities, being in good shape, uh, being energetic, hardworking, eating the right things, okay? That means not eating cupcakes, not binging on, uh, you know, too many sweets. Um, What is it? You know, talking about... Red Bull, right Red Bulls for kids camp, okay uh, <laughs> uh you know ordering a vente Starbucks drink with ten shots of ten shots of coffee and caramel and all this you know bad stuff, all this sugar you know this stuff is gonna affect uh, is gonna affect our bodies, and you know it's good that 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 you're enjoying life right and 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 that's the thing is um. The more you eat like this, the, the shorter your lifespan is going to be, right? So it's good that you're going to go to the Lord, but you're leaving everybody early. Uh, <laughs> so we, we need to, uh, girls, there needs to be a, a, a um, you know, working on, on just being in good shape, being in, in you know, good physical condition because family life takes a toll. It's very difficult. You got to be in good shape for that, right? Moving on. The girls said, "Whoo." right it's uh what else we have you know preparing yourself girls your job is to wait right it's the guys it's the man's job to in the future in in whenever the time comes to initiate the con- to, to initiate the relationship that's the man's job that's not the girls job girls you are not uh you're not going out there and starting the relationship girls you have to wait your job is to wait. Your job is to be ready, to prepare yourself. Guys too, but uh, girls have a different role where it's the man that's going to ask for, for your hand in marriage, but the girls don't start the relationship, all right? This is in today in society, totally, you know, you could do whatever you want, and, you know, we have this thing of both genders, and there's no, you know, like uh, any gender could do whatever. Everybody's good at everything, uh, you know, in the Bible, we see different roles, and we see that the man must leave his mother and father and be joined to his wife. Right? It's the man, like my dad would tell me. Jacob went and took his wife. It was, it was Jacob that would go, and and that's what that's the role of the man. And one day, guys, you're gonna you're gonna ask for the hand in marriage of your future wife, and that's gonna be your role. That's not gonna be. What the girl's gonna do. But girls do not go out starting relationships or trying to initiate. Okay, you're you're not initiating. That's that's the role of the man. Because guys, and, and I, I tell this to guys if you think that your relationship is gonna get started, uh, with the girl, if the girl's gonna start it, if she's gonna if she's gonna start it, then you know what, she's gonna wear the pants in the relationship. Uh, and and you know, guys, if you see a girl like that, run, okay. <laughs> Run the other way. Uh, all right. To the guys. Okay, so girls, that's, that's, that's it. Guys, I'm going to move on to you. Ephesians 5.25. Let's go to Ephesians 5.25 through 29. Uh, and it's going to talk about, let me see. Ephesians 5.25. All right, it says, "Husbands love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of word, by the washing of water by the Word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and without blemish, blemish, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his who, he who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. All right, and you know what? Let me read the next couple of verses. It says, for we are members of his body and of his flesh and his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. All right, guys, so first thing. You must know how to respect women, all right? Before marriage, you know, the Bible says here to love your, to love your wife. Guys need to learn how to, respect, how to respect women, how to respect their mom, their sisters, right, or sister if you have any. Because the way that you treat your mom, your sister, that's how you're going to treat your wife in the future. Uh, and we need to, guys, you need to learn, all of us need to learn how to love, how to respect. The Bible always uh, constantly shows us that we need to respect, that we need to love. There's a level of, of love that we need to give ourselves and love. Just how we love our own selves, we need to love our wife. And we learn that by respecting women, by treating them as sisters in Christ. You know, by treating them as as sisters that are not, you know, like Paul told Timothy, to treat the sisters like, uh, to to, to treat the younger women in the church like sisters. That's how we need to learn. We need to learn how to respect women. Uh, Second thing, we need to learn how to provide financially for the family. Financial stability. In Proverbs 24, 27, it says, prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field, and afterward, build your house. So guys, we need to learn how to be hard workers. We need to learn how to work hard and how to have a job. You know, if you don't have a job, you're definitely not ready. And I'm not talking about McDonald's. I'm not talking about, you know, that or, you know, what else is there? Chick-fil-A or whatever. You're not flipping burgers. I'm talking about, guys, you need to know, you need to have a, a stable job. The, uh, I have a note here that says, financial stability precedes relationship fulfillment. Stable financially. That means, you know, everything today costs money. Everything costs money. And if you're making, let's say you live today, you live on, let's say you're, you know, let's say you're living by, you know, you're living with your, with your parents you know and it costs you $500 let's say a month to live it's going to cost you 3 to 5 times as much if not more right they have the you know in the bible it says one will chase a thousand and two will chase 10,000 you know it's kind of the same thing one costs a thousand two costs 10,000 all right guys this this is uh, this is no joke if if you're living with mom and sh- and you know all the food is being you know cooked for prepared for you everything and you know and if you're not paying rent that's you know, you should be paying rent if you're living with your parents. But, uh, you know, it's it, it, everything costs money. And you're going to be surprised with how many things will cost money. So you need to know, you need to keep a job, you need to have a job, a good job, where you're making enough money because times are going to get tough and it's going to get even tougher without money. They say that uh, the single most leading cause or the single or second most leading cause of divorce is financial problems, Right? Number one? Yeah. So it is, maybe it's not a spiritual thing, but it is a very practical thing, right? So we need to be hard workers. We need to provide financially, especially, you know, let's say the, uh, you get married. Your wife is going to have a child. You're, you know, two children. You're working by yourself. You need to be able to provide for the family, the, the whole family. Um, another thing, you're not living in Xbox world. Sega Land, whatever, however you call it, you're not living in this in this you know video game lifestyle. If it just shows the mature your maturity, where you're at, where your time is at, guys, you need to you need to know how to spend your time wisely. You need to learn how to how to not you know be involved in things that that are not uh, good for your family. Uh, what is the game that everybody plays today? Fortnite, yeah, there we go, Fortnite. Yeah, we're talking about Fortnite. We're talking about whatever other game that they have, uh, Call of Duty, whatever. You know, that is, that is just a sign that you are not ready because you need to learn how to, how to manage your time uh, because you're not just managing your time for yourself. You're managing your time for your family. You're managing your time for your kids. Guys, it is our job. We are the head of the family. Right, and, and the Bible says that uh, Christ is the head of man and man is the head of, of woman. And, and the man is the head of the family, really. Uh, and it's our job to, to make sure that, that things are being done right. We got to make sure that we are uh, we're leading the family in the right place, in the right way. It, this is our job, right? So we need to spend our time wisely. We need to take responsibility for our time. That means not sleeping in late. You're not, you know, rolling around in your bed. Like the Bible says, a man that rolls around in his bed like a hinge on a door. Uh, and and he's, he's, it says something like uh, he's going to be, um, he's going to be poor. Yeah, basically, same, yeah, he's going to be poor. He's not going to make it. Guys, we need to learn how to work hard and to manage our time very wisely, right? So playing video games, doing all that, that's just a sign of, immaturity, not being ready, right? Some of you guys are like, man, I'm not even in the game. Like, you, you're not even in the game. You're not even, you don't have a jersey on. You're playing, you know, you think you're playing, but you're not. Uh, you know, and it's, and it's our responsibility to take care of our kids, to spend time with kids, to raise kids. And that's going to be your responsibility, guys, to make sure everything's being done right. Another thing, we must be living in holiness, All right, guys, you must be living in holiness, uh, especially in the area of sexual sins, especially in the area of sexual sins, because, you know, today everything is perverted. Society is is just is everything is upside down. And guys, you need to learn how to overcome your sexual temptations, how to overcome uh, and, and, and how to be strong in that. Because today, you know, the statistics say that 70% of men in the church are, are watching pornography regularly. 70% in the church who admit it. That's a shocking number. That's, that's unbelievable. But that's what it is. Why? And, and, you know, some guys think, oh, I'll just take care of that by getting married. That's not how it works. It actually makes it, it increases it. Actually, it actually makes that fire burn even stronger, and it hurts more people. And so, guys, you need to overcome. You need to have victory in, in not just that, in pride, anger, right? Guys, if you can't control your anger, you can't control your passion. You can't control lust. And, and, and girls, if, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to be very open. Most guys have not overcome their sexual temptations. And it takes the work of God. It takes the work of the Holy Spirit. It takes the work of, uh, of going through being washed in the blood of Jesus, being cleansed by the power of God, where, where your thoughts change, where inside everything changes. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And if a guy doesn't go through that process, he, he has no hope. It's, 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 very, it's too difficult. Uh, and so I want to say, guys, you need to overcome. You need to live in holiness. Also, guys, we need to not have emotional mood swings. All right? We are, we are the stronger vessel. We are the stronger vessel. See, girls have this ability to be more emotional, right? Um, all the girls said, amen. Yes, girls have naturally are more emotional. Uh, most girls. Some girls... Not really, but most girls, that's how it works. Most girls are more emotional. Uh, And so, guys, we need to be the stronger vessel. Now, that's not an excuse for girls to be up and down and whatever. But, uh, guys, we have to provide stability. We have to provide emotional stability uh, because girls are looking towards you to be uh, emotionally stable, all right? Not being all around and doing, you know, you have to be strong, emotionally you have to be strong you have to be stable uh and and we you know god gave us that ability to to have that 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 stability to have that kind of um uh you know that that ability to to look past things and to be strong emotionally uh and to be you know to that's why we're the head of the family that's why guys we're the head and and you know what today in society there's there it's really you know it's it's shunned that idea that that the guy is the head. Like, what like what are you saying? That guys are better than girls. Like, no, that's not at all. We just have different roles. And the girl's role is different than the guy's. And we need to understand that. We need to understand that that's how God set it up. That's how the word of God is. And, and we need to live with that in mind. And so, guys, you got to be strong. You got to be strong to, you know, in the future. The girls don't need, you know, a a, a wimp or like some some kind of, you know, Sis, sissy that's, that's going to be, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just struggling. I don't know. I'm, no, guys, we need to be strong mentally, uh, emotionally, spiritually. We got to be strong. We, we have to provide that stability. Uh, and that's what, that's what actually, that's what girls need. Um, but all those points being said, I just want to make one final thing and then we'll be done uh, the thing that we're looking for is that we're looking for someone that has the Holy Spirit, right? Someone that is led by the Holy Spirit. So we need to make sure that we are led by the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, one day when, when God leads you to the right person, they better be a person that is led by the Holy Spirit. They better be a person that, has, that, that is sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So it's not like if you're praying and you're like, man, do you feel that? And, and, and you know, your husband or wife is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't feel anything. I don't feel the Holy Spirit. That means they're a person that, that during worship, they're actually worshiping God. They're not just standing like a statue. They're actually seeking God. And, and why? Why do I say this? Uh, because when, when, you have, when you're married to a person that's led by the Holy Spirit, it, it, you know, they change because God is in them, because God is leading them. Because it's impossible to change people. Right. It's impossible to change other people. It's impossible for, you know, and, and this is some some girls that get married to a guy that, that doesn't seek God, that doesn't that is not sensitive to God, that hasn't been humbled, that that isn't walking in humility. Uh, and and the, they get married to that they get married to a guy like that and then they try to change him, right? By their, you know, by nagging or by whatever. They try to change him and they realize they can't. And why? Because the, the guy is not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And men, we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And same with same with the girls. All you know, we need to learn how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And we need to see that quality in others, especially when we're looking uh, for other w- when we're looking at other people. And and I just want us to stand up right now, and we can go on and on and and you know this isn't this isn't all of the points, it's not you know everything. But these are just some of the things that that the qualities that we need to have. Uh, so I want us to just pray right now and ask that the Holy Spirit would just do His work in our hearts. That that our character would grow. That our character would would develop in into the into a godly character, into the character that God had that God wants us to have. And let's just open up our hearts and say, Holy Spirit let me be a, a person of integrity Lord let me be a man of integrity let me be a man of of holiness Lord let me be a man that has this 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 godliness in me let me be a woman of virtue let me be a woman of 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 virtue and humility God we pray that tonight you would you would uh do something in our hearts lord where our hearts would be lord sensitive God where we would we would uh